Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Pod, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode um, of the podcast, welcoming everybody in on this Wednesday evening. Um, a lot to get to, a lot to talk about, and a lot revolving around the New York Jets and uh, training camp, contract restructures, potential free agent deals. There, there's a lot um, to get to. Uh, you know, the, these weeks have been slow in the offseason. These weeks have been tedious. They've been, um, you know, just waiting for football mostly. Uh, you know, these weeks have been, but we are finally here. Football is finally back. Basically, next Thursday is the Hall of Fame game on August 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time um, in Canton, Ohio. So the Jets will be playing the Browns, uh, mostly backups. Obviously, we'll be playing in the game per Coach Sala. I believe he touched on that in one of his press conferences. So it's backups. You know, it's not it's not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it's not Garrett Wilson. It's not Sauce Gardner. But it's Jets football, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, it, it's it's going to be exciting, right, it, regardless of um, backups or not. To see the Jets take the field for the first time in 2023, um, for the 2023 season, I should say, um, is really exciting. And they have real hope. They have, you know, real guidance. Uh, you know, there's real... You know, um, there's a lot surrounding this team this year, and you know, high hopes. Um, and th- there's a pedigree that you know the Jets are expected to hit this year, right? They're they're not expected to be a six, seven, eight win team. They're expected to be a nine, ten, eleven, twelve win team, right? And, you know, it's 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 different than previous years. You know, we don't project. We haven't projected this kind of win total in a while. You know, with Aaron Rodgers under center, you feel like the Jets are in a spot where they can win 10, 11, 12 games. Um, you didn't feel the same way, right, with Zach Wilson. You didn't feel the same way with Sam Darnold. Um, as much as, you know, anyone wants to admit it, I feel like, you know, you, you didn't. And I, I, it's new. This is a new time. Um, this is a new era, I would say, um, in terms of Jets fandom, in terms of as I said, hope. Uh, I feel like that word's going to be bounced around a million times this season or before the season even starts. But we are here. Uh, football is finally back. And it wouldn't be back um, without a Rogers restructure. So this came out today. Um, I believe it was Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, uh, who said last night, uh, Tuesday night, that said, you know, this deal is basically done. Um, the Jets just have to put pen to paper with Aaron Rodgers and it's going to get signed. But the details were not yet out, so we were still awaiting, um, you know, the details of the actual contract because before it was kind of just Rogers was not getting paid anything this year, and his entire $110 million salary was pushed to 2024. Um, that's what it was like, uh, you know, before today. Um, but now the restructure came in at a fully guaranteed two-year $75 million deal. Um, that sees Aaron Rodgers taking a $35 million pay cut um, from his, you know, expected $110 million fully guaranteed salary that was, um, you know, given to him by the Packers uh, and which was traded uh, along with Aaron Rodgers to the Jets in that mega trade there. Um, And, you know, when Rodgers first got traded in March or April, I should say, um, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if we were talking contract. I don't know if Jets fans were thinking too much about his contract. I think we were just thinking, you know, holy crap, this is Aaron Rodgers. Not really caring too much about money. Um, but it started to set in that, okay, he, he is due 
a large sum of cash over the next couple of years, right? And I think Jets fans started to get, um, you know, kind of the edge that he was planning to play more than a year, especially that his salary moved into most of 2024, 2025, um, that he was planning to play for more than one year. And I think we kind of got that just pretty early on. Uh, Rodgers never touched on it until I believe it was Tuesday as well. Um, so, yeah, he, here we are. Uh, the Rodgers restructure is finally in, and we finally get to see what has been, you know, kind of swept under the rug, under the radar for the past couple months. Um, obviously, no real rush here, as the Jets were just, you know, transitioning into training camp, trying to sign Quentin Williams. Um, there was a bunch of stuff going on, and there was no real rush because Rodgers' salary was already so minimal this year that the Jets didn't feel a need to rush to create, you know. Another salary, basically, for Aaron Rodgers this year, since his 2023 salary was under $2 million, right? But with this new deal, his salary for 2023 increases to $8.8 million. Salary for 2024 increases to, I believe, $17 million. Um, so, and that's the cap hit, right? So those numbers are obviously really low. Uh, and Rodgers is due, I believe, $35 million in signing bonus in the first four days. Um, so he's going to get a big payday uh, in about a week or so. But um, yeah, it, it is, you know, it's surreal, right? It's it's just crazy to think that the Jets have Aaron Rodgers. The Jets have a guy who accepted a pay cut, a $35 million pay cut. I don't think you can name a sports player in any sport, right? Basketball, hockey, um, baseball, football, any sport, right? That has taken a $35 million pay cut. I can't. I, I can't remember a... a a New York sports athlete, you know, it's different because this is New York and, you know, it's just different, right? Because these players aren't, I think, I think it was Ari Mirov of uh, the 33rd team that posted on his Twitter account that Derek Cheater said something about this as well, that, you know, 20 million is 20 million, right? And it's not, it's not, you know, chump chains to an athlete, right? Even though they're making say $80 million and they could have been making a hundred million. That's a difference of 20 million bucks, right? Aaron Rodgers making 75 million could have made 110 he didn't have to take a pay cut he wasn't forced i uh, you know it's it's these kind of players though that you know help the team rise help the team build um and i think aaron Rodgers sees the potential within the jets right and he sees all the young you know pieces and you know all the work uh that joe douglas has put in over the past four years that he's like okay let me reduce my contract by a good amount let me continue to help Joe Douglas put pieces around this team to help me on offense, right? Next to Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Corey Davis, you know, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, CJ Uzama, Jeremy Rucker, Tyler Conklin, all the offensive pieces that this team has, it only helps, you know, Rogers restructure, of course, only helps for the future. And I think that's kind of what Rogers and the team were hoping um, was that now they have some flexibility and some room to work in the coming, uh, you know, years, months, everything, right? From now on, the Jets have more flexibility than they did before with Rodgers still in the books for $101 million, I believe, in 2024, which is obviously now uh, very much reduced. So uh, thank you to Aaron Rodgers, uh, signed Jets fans everywhere. I just wanted to end it off on that because it's, it's really special when you have a player um, who takes a pay cut like that? And it's not—we're not talking two to three million bucks. We're talking thirty-five million bucks. Um, and Aaron, you know, everything you heard about him before from Packers fans or the media saying he's selfish, he's rude, you know, not a team guy. 
you can kind of throw all that crap out the window kind of after this in a way. Uh, I feel like, you know, everything you believed about Aaron Rodgers before is a bunch of BS. And the guy you see now is the real Aaron Rodgers, I, I guess you could say. I mean, he's everything that you could have probably hoped for as a Jet. And I don't think you could have hoped for anything more from Aaron Rodgers so far. I think he's played his cards perfectly. I think he's, you know, came in here, you know, just handled the New York media right, the big, bad New York media, um, took a pay cut, you know, helping guys like Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, you know, just the young guys. Um, you know, it, it just, he's, he's doing everything right. Everything's going well for the Jets right now. And every time I say that, I knock on wood very silently because I know it can turn in a second. Um, but as of right now, we're in a good spot. I'm going to be honest. The Jets are in a good spot. You don't want to get too high when the highs are going good, and you don't want to get too low, right? But as of now, I think the Jets are in a spot where they can feel comfortable about going into the season with QB1 on a revised contract, QB1 on a you know um, smaller contract than he was before. I believe he's making an average of like $37.5 million a year, um, which evidently is tied with Derek Carr. Um, for uh, for for salary, I uh, got that one from Rich Samini on Twitter. Um, yeah, it, it, it's good stuff. It, these are good times in Jetsland, and we just have to cross our fingers that uh, you know it keeps going, um, and uh, the ride never stops. So at this point, um, enough about Aaron. I feel like we've dedicated, we have dedicated the whole podcast about him, but he did, he deserves it after today. To be honest, he deserves the ten to fifteen minutes. Um, that I usually put into these, you know, it, it should be all Aaron today, but I did want to touch on one more thing before, uh, before calling it here, um, the throwback unis, right? I feel like we've been waiting for throwback uniforms for years, at least, uh, you know, Jets Twitter. Um, I've been on Instagram since 2017 and I've always gotten DMs in the off season. Like, Oh, do we think the Jets are going to bring back throwback uniforms this year? We, we see all these other teams doing a when's our chance, when's our time. Finally came. I think they look absolutely stunning, the 80s throwbacks. Um, and, you know, I think our players just make them look, re- look really good, to be honest. Rogers, Sauce, Quinnen, um, Jermaine. I think they all just look, you know, great in them. Uh, I'm not sure if that's just our players or the uniforms themselves. I can't, win- I can't wait to see them against the Bills. I cannot wait to see them against the Chiefs. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a little sad when they don't wear them in week two, week three, and week five, the games after, you know, they wear them because it's going to be pretty sad, um, you know, that we're not going to get to see them again until probably next year. So um, hopefully, you know, they maybe make them their primary uniforms because I think they look amazing, Um, but we'll see. It's a uniform. They have to win in them, right, to make them feel good, extra good. So hopefully they they toss a a few wins in them and uh, they really give them the good vibes there. So... Um, yeah, with that said, um, with the throwback uniforms and training camp, I did attend training camp, um, on Saturday. It was a blast. I feel like, you know, just seeing Aaron Rodgers throw the football in person was, you know, just worth it on its own, worth the, uh, price of admission, which was $0, but still, it was still worth it. Um, and you know, it'll, it'll kick in that he's the Jets quarterback, but not right now. Uh, maybe when the season kicks off, but it's still surreal. Um, but yeah, if you can make it out to training camp, I know tickets sold out like that, but if you can make it out to training camp either, you know, in August um, or next year as well, I feel like training camp every year is just super fun, super cool to see fans, super cool to see the players signing autographs, uh, coaches, everything. Um, it's an awesome environment, and they put actual, you know, shades over the stands this year, which was great. Um, 
so yeah, uh, you know, everything is going good. But as I said, you don't want to get too high, you don't want to get too low. So the Jets are in a spot where they're currently riding high, they're currently full on energy, they're currently getting ready for the season, which is really great. Um, number one priority is to stay healthy. Uh, CG Ozama coming off the pup list today per, uh, per the wire, as Tom Pelissero uh, pointed out there. Alan Lazard, some muscle tightness, He'll, he's day-to-day per Sala. Makai um, Becton, obviously with that uh, knee bothering him a bit, but it sounds like it's kind of short-term, so hopefully he's back soon. JFM with a bit of an injury scare today, but he's good to go. Um, yeah, I mean, these injuries, they're training camp injuries, so they're day-to-day usually, but, you know, good to keep updated, good to keep on track um, with all those and all the news from training camp. If you could, um, head over to my Instagram, and you could see the first training camp preview that I put out, or uh, recap, I should say. Um, from Saturday's camp, so you can go ahead and head over there. There's always cool videos and you know, cool little snippets and uh, nice information there for uh, training camp. Those training camp recaps that I like to come out with every every so often. So head over to my Instagram at your Jets Game Plan. You can head over to Twitter at your Jets Game Plan. I'm also going to pl- plug my threads on here as well through Instagram as well on your Jets Game Plan. So you can follow all those social media platforms and, you know, follow along with all things Jets, right? I feel like we are entering the real part um, of the football season. We are almost there. Next Thursday is the first game. Definitely be watching that. I believe it's on NFL Network, if I'm not mistaken. So definitely tune into that to see some of the young bucks. Um earn their role, earn their spot on the team, right? There's 53, uh, 53 spots, right? And uh, not many of them are up for grabs, I should say. You know, I feel like the roster's decently solidified, but there are a few. There are definitely a few spots that are still still to watch, still to uh, keep an eye on. So definitely, definitely, definitely um, tune into that Hall of Fame game, tune into the preseason um, to see which players make it. It's always fun. It's always a good time of year to see which players make it. Um, onto the 53-man roster, um, and whoever doesn't make it, you hope they land with someone else, practice squad, things of that nature. So with that said, uh, that is a 14-minute pod of Aaron Rodgers, throwback uniforms, and uh, training camp. So it doesn't get much better than that, though. So let's let's be honest here. Um, but I will see you guys next week for another episode of the Game Plan Pod. As I said, throw a follow on all those social media platforms. Um, that Rogers restructure was kind of the last domino to fall. Now we're just waiting around Dalvin Cook, waiting on Kawan. Um, are there any other dominoes to fall before the season? We'll see.